Hold the applause. Hold the applause. That's clearly not Fish B on the guitar, the bass, or the Latin triangle. A couple days ago, I was joking around how a show went so bad, I wanted just to chalk it up to some kind of malfeasance with a Catalina upgrade. Something went horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. And then I shouldn't have put that out to the universe. Because this is very, very frustrating for someone with my feeble mind. But after working all goddamn day, me and Fish be on this show, that's, that's all we want to do. We wake up in the morning with one goal. Can we go to bed? And in between then, can there be a good show in there Monday through Friday, for God's sake? But something, I don't know what's going on with my DAW, with my digital audio workstation but fish being we had the show done this thing was done and then something weird happened to it in terms like the tempo slowed all down and like these weird echo effects started and i didn't do anything and we've only done like 350 something or 300 i don't even know how many shows but a bunch we've done a bunch five nights a week and i've never ever ever had this problem before. You're not helping, Fishby, because tonight's show, what we laid down, I mean, for us, by our feeble standards, was good. It was it was a good show tonight. I mean, there, there's a lot of great news. We had a lot of great content. But then it all got fucked up. And wouldn't you know it, wouldn't you know it, I had this very inspiring pep talk because believe it or not, and maybe this is just the universe fucking with me, I don't know. But today, I swear, is World Mental Health Day. And, and we had some mental health things here that you were going to find very uplifting. And I was too. It came off good. We were talking meditation, all kinds of different things. The National Alliance of Mental Illness. But no, and I was calm, I was fine, the show was good, it was done, it was ready to post, Fish B gave the performance of a lifetime, and, and now I'm about to blow a fucking gasket. Of course this happens on World Mental Health Day. So now I have this dilemma. Do Fishby and I go through every single question again and do a throwback Thursday old school? The days before there was a guitar, a Latin triangle, or the bass? I mean, we could try that, but but I don't even know where the where the old paddle ball of fire is. I, I wouldn't even know where to where to go grab a paleta bola de fuego. Like, ah, uh, I mean, you from the you've got to be fucking kidding me, file. Like, I'm just one person trying to do one thing halfway decent. But you know what? This maybe in a weird way. It's a good lesson for World Mental Health Day because all you control is what's happening between your ears. You can't control, and honestly, we can't even really control that, but that's, I digress. Where I was going is the world around us is always going to be even more insane than we are. It always is. 
But somehow, someway, we have to find a way to deal, to cope, and surf those waves successfully without a major wipeout or getting eaten alive by sharks. But I had the worst wipeout, like a Maverick-style wipeout, and then, uh, and then consumed by every shark in the, in the shark family tree. Everything from whale sharks to hammerheads just, uh, just tear my shit apart, my God. Uh, you want, you, you want to hear what we were going to do? All right, great. We'll just, we'll go through it. We'll answer the questions that we can. And it's, it's just going to have to be the way it is. God damn it. It's really frustrating. It's really frustrating when there's a problem and I've, I've been Googling. I've been, I've been, I've been, there's anyway, I've been, uh, I've been trying. This isn't what I needed on a Thursday. It's not what I needed. It's not. Question one. Can you quickly explain what happened with Team Rudy today? No. No, I can't. Not really. Not quickly. Uh, two. Rudy Giuliani, quote-unquote business associates. This all goes back to Ukraine, and in a weird way, all goes back to Russia. But two Rudy Giuliani associates, they got busted at the airport. Uh, one guy's name is Lev Parnas, and I assume Lev is short for Leviathan. And he's a Ukrainian, quote-unquote, businessman. And his buddy, also on Team Rudy, and therefore on Team Trump, his name is Igor Fruman. I'm assuming Igor is short for Igor. And he is, quote unquote, a real estate investor. He was born in Belarus. Leviathan or Lev, whatever he is, he's Ukrainian, which means both of them were born in the Soviet Union. It always goes back there. On the day of their arrest, which would have been last night, I guess, they actually had lunch with Rudy Giuliani. You know where? Washington, D.C., there's only one hot spot for that lunch. Of course, the Trump National Hotel Disco Golf Resort Spa and Brothel there in Washington, D.C., down the road from the Capitol. Uh, these guys, they had to go bust them earlier than they wanted to because apparently they got wise to the investigation and had one-way tickets to Vienna. To quote Napoleon, if you're going to take Vienna, take Vienna. But they got cuffed and stuffed by the FBI at Dulles Airport, everyone's second favorite Potomac area airport. Um, the estimate investigation, excuse me, is ongoing. They've been subpoenaed by Congress physically, as well as all their documents. Their attorney is none other than John Dowd. If you know that name, yes, you do. It was Trump's attorney during the whole Mueller thing. And you'll never, ever guess before these guys got busted the day before, before they got busted flying to Vienna, Rudy the Monster Giuliani is giving an interview to a reporter from the Atlantic magazine, and you'll never guess where Rudy happened to mention he was just about to be off to. Yes, that's right. Vienna, Austria. If you're going to take Vienna, take Vienna. These guys, uh, how, how do you start? According to the Wall Street Journal, uh, they were donors to a pro-Trump fundraising committee who helped Giuliani's efforts to investigate Biden with the help of officials in Ukraine. 
And accordingly to Federal Election Commission records, this Parnas fella, he created a quote-unquote company and gave 325000 illegal dollars, allegedly, but I'm not sure how it's not, in May 2018 to the America First Action pro-Trump super PAC. Uh, Rudy tells Fox News that they logistically helped him gather evidence in Ukraine against Hunter Biden. Like, you cannot make this shit up. And then somehow it involves former Texas Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. He was going to run for Congress again, but now I'm guessing not. And lastly, the whole thing reeks to high hell. It reeks just like this show. Just like, You should have heard my answer last time. Like a million bucks. And, and now it's, it's not the same because I've seen all these questions before. Next one that we were going to do, or did, rather. Yo, it's me, Fish B. You bet it is. Would you describe yourself as a man who bribes ladies of the night with printer ink? I mean, that's a great question. That's one of Fish B's best ever. I don't know what it means, but when I heard that for the first time, it was dynamite. Not quite as good the second time. I'm not sure how you're doing the first time through. Next question. What's the dumbest thing you've ever, ever heard? I mean, it seems as if our president tries to set this record day in and day out, but his comments about how... The Kurds, basically, you know, I mean, they're not real allies of the United States. I mean, they didn't help us, you know, calm down Iraq. They didn't help us defeat ISIS. They're not currently guarding 12,000 ISIS prisoners. They're not real allies. You know why? Because the Kurds, like basically everyone else in the world, weren't there with us for Normandy. Trump really said this because they weren't there at D-Day in World War II, no real ally of ours. And that's fucking insane. My God. Uh, and oh, by the way, um, a few of these uh, ISIS detainees, the 12,000, which are just going to roam free because the Kurds are having bombs dropped on their head, uh, the, the type of high caliber ISIS individual the saddest story, James Foley, the journalist who the internet and his, and his head and his body, it, um, yeah, those guys are there and now they're just going to go wherever the fuck they want because why? Because, because Trump has not one but two towers in Istanbul, Turkey. He, he, I don't know what Erdogan told him, but whatever. And, uh, and because the Kurds weren't there in World War II, D-Day at Normandy! Would Rudy Giuliani be the hardest motherfucker in Rikers? See, that's another good question. Rudy, Rikers is a, uh, is, is a local facility. It's, it's not a federal facility. So unless Rudy committed a New York State crime, which, which, which is, is not off the table at this point, uh, he's not going to Rikers, but that, that would be some kind of sweet poetic justice. He wouldn't be the hardest. I mean, Rikers is crazy. Are you kidding me? Uh, but he, uh, at the same time, uh, he'd be the scariest person there. Everywhere Rudy goes, he's the scariest person. He'll take the loneliest showers in the history 
of Rikers if he was there. That dude's scary. How is the Ellen George W. Bush thing still a thing? I can't believe it's still a thing either. Man, when I got this question last time, about an hour ago, it was, uh, yeah, I was really on fire about it. This, this is so stupid. If, if you're trying to set up a world with rules where you're not allowed to have a friendship with someone who you disagree with politically, that world is fucking ridiculous to the point that you know, may, maybe my brain is right, and my instincts that wanted just to pull the ripcord on planet Earth, maybe, maybe I'm not wrong here. I mean, Ellen DeGeneres can't be friends with W? Fuck off. Go fuck it. You know who else is great friends with George W. Bush? The Obamas, especially Michelle Obama, who's the closest thing we have to an American queen. Everyone loves Michelle Obama. She's one of the most popular people in the country. And every time she sees George W., George W. is like the cool uncle when you're five and has candy in his pocket. Of course, this shouldn't still be a thing. Now I'm, now I'm getting mad again. Now I'm getting mad again. Yo, it's me, Fish B, again. You bet it is, buddy. You bet it is. Who's our Friday phone call? We better not have a technical snafu tomorrow. I I will. <laughs> I'll donate a testicle to science <laughs> if we have a maybe both, maybe both. I'll, maybe I'll just, I'll donate just just the entire everything everything below my waist. I'll just whatever. I'll I will no longer be needing my legs or <laughs> anything. Um. All right. So so. We, we had our fingers crossed for Oprah because because the oh that's good with the cauliflower and the pizza crust is it's not that good and I I thought Gail would pass along the word but didn't hear anything from Gail and then on our wish list uh, we also have Letterman and uh, comic and oh so much more Michelle Wolf also on the list that grizzly bear spits fire but we thought we would uh, uh, go something a little a little more tangible a little something actually acquirable. Uh, uh, tomorrow and, and last week, I think you enjoyed uh, getting to know Jennifer, those of you that didn't know her. Uh, tomorrow, it's actually going to be a, a young man that I am confident you're absolutely going to love. We have a lot of history together. He was actually, uh, when I was doing professional radio, he was actually uh, uh, my first uh, intern, uh, a producer, co-host, uh, all those things. And, and we've been friends for a long, long, long time now. His name is uh, uh, Timmy the Tooth, a.k.a. Timberlake. And we're also, uh, he's also my partner in crime. He, he's the only one else in the world who loves Tongaleo, the magical Mexican donkey, as much as I do. And he's got even more musical talent than Fish B. Crazy, right? Crazy, but, it, but it's true. So tomorrow we're going to try to talk to Timmy, a.k.a. the Tooth, a.k.a. Timberlake. And then the next question was, is it time to kick Turkey out of NATO? Now that is, uh, that was a good selection, Fish B. That, that, that's interesting. Because this is, this is a very, very complex question. Because obviously Turkey is in a very strategic geopolitical location. But do we really want a dictator for life with authoritarian tendencies, to say the least, in this Erdogan fella? We really want this guy in NATO? Because I don't. 
And while I'm not former allied supreme commander of NATO, James Stavridis, or Stavridis, I forget which way he pronounces it, but he's a very smart fellow. He teaches at Tufts. I'm not sure. Uh, it's, again, it's a complex question. I'm not sure if we should kick Turkey out of NATO, but I am suggesting that my family, and I'm not trying to fuck with the American farmers and ranchers, but can we kick Turkey out of Thanksgiving? Rotisserie chicken is better anyway. I, I think turkey is an overrated bird. Rotisserie chicken. You get one for every three to four people. It tastes, it goes great with all the Thanksgiving stuff. It's a rotisserie chicken. They're delicious. Everyone likes a rotisserie chicken. Most people like turkey. Of course. Or tofurkeys. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Tofurkeys are also very, very popular. Uh, did last night's Milton ref was was last night's Milton reference? Excuse me, an obscure nod to 1984. Every time someone brings up 1984, I now hate them because this book is the bane of my exa Why didn't anyone tell me that the only longer book, like I might as well have just started with like the Bible, the Koran, or War and Peace? Because because this thing. This book is too long, and so far all I've gathered is uh, is Winston has a terrible job, and his living situation isn't very good either, and it, it just seems like uh, like they're describing North Korea, right? Which is anyway, um, but no, that's that's not that's not Milton, that's Winston. That's in 1984. Milton, that's a reference to John Milton, born 1608 in England, uh, world's greatest poet. He, he wrote Paradise Lost, and, and uh, he, uh, in Paradise Lost, he actually uh, started writing poetry. This guy's so smart, like in Latin. He was writing poetry in Latin before Paradise Lost, and then coined a whole bunch of, of new words in Paradise Lost. And, and I dant is, is, is a brand new word, so that was the Milton thing, but I'm not dumbing this show down for you. If anything, we should make it more esoteric. I, I'm the dumbest person in the room. If you can't keep up, then I might be time for night school. I don't. Sure, take a take some YouTube classes. Sure, sure, sure. God knows I need them. I'm, I'm gonna need them to figure out what the fuck is going on with the tempo and Fishby's guitar and his bass and his Latin triangle because I'm very upset and I can't believe I'm having a breakdown on World Mental Health Day. I need clonopin, I need nicotine gum, I need weed with a lot of CBDs and a lot of indica strain and I need uh, a Seroquel and uh, a, a gabapentin. And so these are all things I'm really going to take in just a couple of minutes. And then uh, 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 there, there's Depakote. I'll also be taking that, too. We'll see if I can't calm myself down. Good God, Fishby. Good God. What, what's, the number one, what's the number one nightmare you never want to have? Well, this is easy. Uh, not really, but whatever. They're, uh, they're just words. It's a podcast. They're, they're just words. Uh, they actually have a paid speaking gig tonight as a couple at the University of Florida. I actually wish I was there just to shake my head and take notes. But uh, Donald Trump Jr. and his girlfriend, the former Mrs. Gavin Newsom, Fox News star once upon a time, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have a menage a trois with them. My nightmares are bad enough as it is. One of the reasons I have to take so many medications, and uh, yeah, that, yeah, that sounds like a 
horrible menage a trois. Unless there's some pegging. If, if there's pegging, then, then I'm in. Then, then that changes the whole... God. All right. Is there, there, there's other ones, right? All right. Uh, from yesterday again. Uh, you're an asshole. I've seen the women you date. They're all beautiful. So how on earth are you a two? I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. I've maybe, maybe a three, maybe, maybe even, maybe, even, maybe even four. I, uh, you know, it's eye of the beholder, I suppose. But here, he, here's the thing with girls. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. When, when, when I do date, uh, historically, uh, they are are tremendously beautiful women. But that's not often that I do that b- b- because a. Uh, I don't really approach girls. Uh, uh, not my thing. Not walking around with that kind of confidence. No how, no way. And two, uh, in the interactions that I watch when I'm out with my friends and, and them uh, interacting with girls, and th- these are guys that uh, girls generally really, really, really like. I mean, they're, they're definitely uh, better looking and cooler than me in every way. But you know what they are? They're all, it seems that girls just want guys that are mean to them, and I just I refuse to play that game. I would rather be a lonely gentleman than some kind of manipulative douchebag. I'm just not. I'm just. I'm just not that dude. I'm just not. And then lastly, Isaiah had a question: What's the best thing you've ever smuggled on an airplane? And I get. I'm just. I'm not even going to fill you in on that, but I gave a barn burner of an answer. I got to stop you. Barn burner is a dumb expression. It's a dumb expression. And I know we learned that farmers have the most sex of any profession. I know when I introduced Jennifer White last week, I said, forget burning down a barn. She might burn down an entire rural county. But that's not, it's fire season for God's sake. That's not, that's not nice. Like, I, I'm going to try to, uh, I'm not going to put a rubber band on my wrist, but I don't know. Every, every, every time I, I say the word barn burner, I'm going to donate a dollar to the National Alliance of Mental Illness. We'll start, we'll start a tally. Like once a month, we'll make our donations. And feel free to match me if you want. And we can do that with other words. And then, and then the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego, the hottest we've ever done. We've, I mean, it was, it was, it was great. Or whatever. Or whatever, you know. Happy, happy World Mental Health Day, everybody. Hope, hope it's going great for you. It's just, it's just going fantastic for me. I wish I was in Mexico right now so I could take my computer and go throw it in the Tijuana River and never look at it ever again. Ever! Ever! This might be our last podcast ever. I don't know. I'm going to talk to Timberlake tomorrow. He, again, he, he's, I've worked with him professionally longer than I've ever worked with anybody in my life, so he can probably offer some perspective here. But, but this, this is a fucking disaster. A disaster! I need meds, and I need them now. I apologize sincerely, but I mean, fuck. It was this or nothing. And I'm not sure you... The good news is, the good news is, you got your money's worth. As always with this show, you get your money's worth, which is uh, the price it'll always be. Zero dollars. Have a good night. There's no Tonkaleo to say. There's no say good night, Fishby.
All right. Again, 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 again. Happy world. Mental health day. I'm living the dream.